Come on, come on. Everybody open up your Bibles to Psalms 24, and everybody reach up your hands and say, Touching Heaven. And then go to earth and say, Changing Earth. So everybody stand up with me right now. Let's get, let's get Davi on the 808 right here. I'm going to put this in your mind. We're going to do like a little disco like this, okay? Come on, everybody go like this with me. Okay, now give me like a little techno beat. Look at him run. Give it up for Davi running. Yay! Okay, so we're going to be like this. Touching heaven, changing earth. Touching heaven, changing earth. Don't look at me crazy. There we go. Uh. <laughs> I don't know if I give you a hip hop beat. That might be a little too much disco. That's too much techno right there. Let's drop it like it's hot. Come on. There we go. Come on. Say, touching heaven, changing earth. Touching heaven, changing earth. Touching. Okay, this side. Now just this side. Now everybody goes. All right, give the Lord a hand clap. That was fun. Y'all may be seated. Awesome. We're doing part two on the series, Touching Heaven, Changing Earth, Psalms 24. Here it is on the karaoke screen. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. Who owns the earth, people? Everybody say the Lord. The Lord owns the earth, for he founded it upon the seas, established it upon the waters. Who may ascend the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands. Somebody say clean hands. Look at your neighbor's fingernails and see if their hands are clean right now. Check, check. Look at the manny patties right now. Okay, maybe somebody's toenails. Okay, here we go. Who has clean hands and a pure heart? Everybody say a pure heart. Amen. And who does not lift up his soul to an idol? Everybody say no idolatry. Thank you, or swear by what is false. Some may say no lying. Thank you. He will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, ye ancient gates. Be lifted up, ye ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Some may say, come on in. Amen. Who is this king of glory? Whenever I ask a question, because I'm going to do it here and at the end, y'all answer the question. Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong. The Lord. Y'all got it. Lift up your heads, all you gates. Lift them up, your ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. Who is he, this king of glory? Amen. Amen. Last week we talked about what it takes to touch heaven. Everybody look up at me right here. Aren't you all tired of seeing hell on earth? Haven't you seen too much violence, too much gangs, too much girls and guys fighting, getting in trouble, breaking their parents' rules, getting arrested, getting in trouble at school, walking through metal detectors, listening to crazy people on the bus? Everybody say, hell? No. You see, y'all don't want hell. Everybody say, hell? No. Now say, heaven, yeah. Heaven, yeah. See, hell, no, heaven, yeah. Hell, no, heaven, yeah. Hell, okay, that's another song. I'm just kidding. Okay, so what we say, we say, hell, no. We don't want hell. We want heaven. And by the way, I'm not swearing because I'm talking about that real place that's unleashed itself on this world. Because everything you see, violence, gangs, drugs, comes from Satan and hell. And we say, what the hell? Hell, Amen. Now, don't use it as a swear word. Use it as what it's meant to be. Here's what the Bible says. We can touch heaven here on this earth. You were taught to pray this, maybe at your parents' church. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be your name. What? Your kingdom, your will be on earth as it is in you see, the Bible says you can see heaven on earth instead of hell on earth. And so what the Bible was talking about, Psalms 24, that if you have clean hands, a pure heart, don't lift up your soul to idolatry or swear by what's false. Y'all can see heaven. Somebody say, bring it. So here's what you've got to avoid. Number one, you've got to avoid a, a dirty hand. And we talked about your hands meaning your conscience. And so today, if you have a guilty conscience, this is what your hands look like. This is what your heart looks like on the inside. So let me give you an example. Right now, if you told your parents a lie, and I'm preaching to you, you know that you have a guilty conscience. The Bible calls that your hands. And so if you want to touch heaven, you've got to clean your hands. Somebody say, ask for forgiveness. 
Amen. I'm just reviewing. Keep your notes in front of you. A pure heart. A pure heart means that what you speak and what you think about is pure before God. And we talked about some people's hearts. <laughs> are like this. Why are some people's hearts wicked on the inside? Because they're greedy. Because they're gossips. Because they're slanderous. They're full of lust. They're full of hatred. And they may be looking all cute and cuddly on the outside with their little chapstick on, but on the inside. <laughs> That's what some of y'all teenagers look like. Why? Because you don't have a pure heart. You have a dirty heart. So get your heart right. The last thing is no idolatry. And if I had a Buddha up here, everybody would say to that Buddha, everybody say, get out of here. You'd say, ah, get out of here. But when we put up these type of idols, say, ah! These are the type of idols that teenagers worship today. They want to have Justin Berber. Now, y'all girls, be honest. How many girls here like Justin Berber? Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Don't lie in church. How many of y'all like Drake? If you be, yeah, be honest. How many of y'all used to listen to Katy Perry? Anybody here, Katy Perry? How about Lil Wayne? Any dudes? Million, 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 million. See? Come on. And then what? We found out this group right here for all the rock and roll heads. God Smack. That's the name of that band. And guess what, teenagers? Teenagers worship these people. And the Bible says you cannot have idolatry in your heart and get close to God. Everybody point at them and say, get out of here. One, two, three. Get out of here. If you want to have a close relationship with God, you also do not want to lie. Look at your neighbor and say, tell it like it is. Look at your other neighbor and say, tell it like it is. T-I-S, baby. So the Bible talks about when God looks at this earth, you know what he sees? He sees people lying. He sees people being fake. And when he sees all the lying and all the hypocrisy, it breaks his heart. When he sees you lie to your friends, lie to your parents, it breaks God's heart. So what is the reason why there's all this evil on this world? It's because people have dirty hands. That means their consciences are dirty. They have dirty hearts. They hide things on the inside. They have idols, idolatry. They worship things other than God and they break God's heart because men and women and young people tell lies. Now that was last week's message. We talked about getting rid of all that junk so that we could touch heaven. Now the second part this week is changing earth because if I can touch heaven I can change earth. If I can get a pure heart I can go to the west side and make a difference. If y'all get right you can change your lunchroom. You can change your community. If you get right you can change your brothers and your sisters and your cousins. It doesn't have to stay messed up we say hell no heaven yeah can you say amen so today what i want to talk about is what it means in the second part of this message where it says he will receive blessing from the lord in vindication from god his savior the bible says he who may ascend to the hill of the lord who may stand in this holy place he that has clean hands a pure heart does not lift up his soul to an idol or swear by what is false he shall receive blessing from the lord and vindication from god what does vindication mean it means god's god your back. Tap your neighbor and say, God's on your side. Come on, God's got your back. How many of y'all face temptation every day of your life? Keep it real. How many know if God's on your side, you can overcome temptation? How many of y'all have some enemies, people that don't like you? But you know with God on your side, you can love them and learn to get along. Amen? That's what it means to have God get your back. Or vindication means God's got your back. What does the word blessing mean? Blessing means that God gives you his provision for the vision. Everybody say provision for the vision. That means God gives y'all ladies right here a vision of getting married, wearing a white dress, having all your friends and bridesmaids, little little flowers and a Lamborghini or whatever you drive in, a limo. Okay. And guys, you know, you're going to have a nice house, a nice ride and all that. You see, God gives you a vision and then gives you provision. That's called the blessing of the Lord. That means that God empowers you to succeed. Now, who gets these things? Who gets vindicated? Who gets blessed? Those that have the clean hands, the pure heart, don't lift up souls to idols, and don't tell lies. If you want to be this group of people, can I hear you say amen? 
Praise God. And then it says, verse 6, such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob. You see, the Bible talks about a generation being a group of people that are around at the same time. So my generation is Generation X. Basically, those people who are alive right now that are over 30 years old, we are a part of Generation X. Those who are younger than that are a part of Generation Y. And you want to know why they call you Generation Y? It's because you don't know why you're here. You're confused. You have all this fashion. You have so many clothes in your closet, but you'll look at your closet and go, I ain't got nothing to wear. Why? Because you don't know why you're here. You have all these songs on your iPod. You have all these friends. You have all these things to do, and you still don't know why you're here. And that's why they call you Generation Y. But can I tell you why God puts you here? To be a generation who seeks the face of God to touch heaven and to change earth. If you believe it, say amen. Now that's just the introduction. Are you all ready for the message? I want to talk to you about people who have changed their generation. This is not the first time that people needed a miracle, a change. In the time of Paul, from 30 to 90 A.D., the Romans would kill people for sport. The movie Gladiator depicts how we call it football, but they would take spears in a coliseum and kill each other and be bloodthirsty. Do you know that Paul preached the gospel and changed his generation? Paul brought people to Jesus while hell was on the earth. Paul brought heaven and changed the earth. Paul was a world changer, generation shaker, and history maker. The next one was Ignatius. Everybody say Ignatius. Ignatius changed his generation. He was a disciple of the disciple John. So that means this dude knew somebody that knew Jesus. And so you know what he did? He gave his life for martyrdom. That is a lying, eating Ignatius because they actually put him in the Roman Colosseum to be eaten alive by lions. Everybody say, man, that's crazy. But you know what? People carrying guns is crazy. People shooting up blocks is crazy. Girls getting pregnant is crazy. You see, I may be a fool, but I'm a fool for Jesus. Whose fool are you, baby? Come on, I may be crazy, but I'm crazy for Jesus. What you crazy about? You crazy about a credit card, girls? You crazy about the mall? You crazy about your music? This dude said, I'm going to live for Jesus and change my generation. The next dude that came after him was Augustine. Everybody say Augustine. Augustine lived in a time where people only talked about God. They didn't have a relationship with God. Augustine had a praying mama, but he wanted to go out and be wild. You know what he did? He started having sex with girls that he wasn't married to. He started drinking and partying, but his mom kept praying for him. Everybody say, thank you, Jesus, for a praying mama. I think about Augustine as my own personal life. I used to drink and smoke, but I knew better, and my mom was praying for me. Augustine eventually got saved, became a dude that wrote more about the Bible than anybody before him, wrote a whole entire book about the city of God, about everything God could do on this earth if people would live for him. He changed his generation. Are you all listening to me? The next one after him was Martin Luther. Everybody say Martin Luther. Martin Luther was born in a time where people couldn't read the Bible in their own language. Could you imagine that if the Bible was in Latin? Not only that, but the Bible was chained to the podium and only the priests could read the Bible. So that means all us common folk couldn't read the Bible. But you know what Martin Luther did? He said, man, I got to read it in my own language. He translated the Bible from Latin to German and it caused a reformation. We call that the Great Reformation. Martin Luther King Jr. was named after this world changer because of him the bible now is in our languages and there's missionaries all over the world putting the bible in other people's language somebody say that's awesome you came to school bible school amen the next one that you see is john wesley everybody say john wesley look funny but that's how they used to dress back then in a little wig little jerry curl at the end yeah i like it like that could you imagine the dude saying that there's one little curl at the end yeah just like that Okay, I'm ready now. Anyways, so John Wesley, he was living in a time that people said you can only preach in churches, in pristine temples, in places where choir robes were, where choirs were, and nice pretty altars. You know what he did? Him and his friends got together when they were in college, and they said, let's preach outside. Let's see what happens if we preach out in the grass fields. Him and his friends could preach to 15,000 people without a mic. 
microphone because they were so awesome. And because of him, thousands of people got saved. He rode over 40,000 miles on his horse preaching to people. And when he died, there was over 1,000 churches started, and they called him the Methodist. Somebody say amen. And then lastly, coming up to our modern times, William Seymour was an African-American in the early 1900s. Here in America, they wouldn't even let him into some churches in the South, but he kept listening to the gospel. He kept hearing it being preached. He heard about the baptism of fire and speaking in other tongues. He, it doesn't really sound like that, but that's what it sounds like to others. You know what I'm saying? So he heard about it, and he said, Jesus, bless me with that. William Seymour got filled with the Holy Ghost, moved to California, met in a Bible study in a house. So many people in that house got saved that on in the house, the floor fell through. They then had to meet in a horse stable. The horse stable got packed. And because of him, today we are here. There's over 500 million people filled with the Holy Spirit. Spirit-filled believers grow eight times faster than the rate of birth. 19 million a year. Fastest growing religion in the world. 50% of all Christians in Latin America are spirit-filled. Over a third of the world's Christians are spirit-filled. The largest church is spirit-filled with a million members. And the largest soul-winning events are spirit-filled. He changed the generation. It doesn't matter if you're white. It doesn't matter if you're black. It doesn't matter if you wear a wig with little curls in it. it doesn't matter if you're male. It doesn't matter if you're female. You can change this generation. You see, they talk to you in your schools about people who did things in politics. They teach you about the founders of our country. But what they don't teach you about is the founders of Christianity. They don't teach you about the role models. The people who lived in times just like you when their friends were doing bad things, when their community was going the way of wickedness, they don't want to teach you that. But God wants you to know about this. You know why? Because the devil wants to keep it from you so that he can destroy you. But when Jesus gives you the power, you overcome. And God will change this generation through you. We could see Chicago and the nations change. If you believe it, say, touch heaven and change earth. Now here's some things I want you to think about. Could you imagine 120,000 people praying together? As I'm doing this, get the video for Reinhard Bunky, the million man altar call, please. Could you imagine coming at Soldier Stadium, not for a football game, but for your friends to pray for the city and for the nation? That is what happened in Seoul, Korea. Over 120,000 people gathered just for a prayer meeting. You say, I didn't know church was that exciting. Yes, it is. Church is exciting. Church can change the world. It's not just a place you come and just hang out with your friends or sing a couple songs. It's a place where you learn to be a revolutionary. Like Che. You know how you learn about Che? He was a communist revolutionary, but that didn't work too well. But I'll tell you something. This works. It changes lives. I want you to imagine. Flip to the next scripture uh, picture for me, please. I want you to imagine in Brazil, over a million people got together to hear the gospel preached. Can you believe that? Could you imagine being in Sao Paulo, Sao Paulo, Brazil? That's the best thing I could say in Brazilian, Sao Paulo. Being in Sao Paulo, Brazil, and seeing a million people. Not 100,000 people, 100,000 times 10 watching the gospel being preached. How many people are in Chicago? Give or take 6 million? My friends, there's at least that many we can preach to. If Sao Paulo, Brazil can do it, what do you think we can do? And as they get that video ready, put it up when you're ready. I want you to see what happened in Africa when a revivalist, when a preacher went to Africa, going to make it full screen and turn down the thing. Watch what happened when three million people saw Jesus. Three million. How many can believe for that to happen in America? If you can believe it, say amen. You see, I believe that God loves America just as much as he loves Africa. I just showed you one point. Look, go back to there. 100,000 in Korea, 1.5 million in Brazil, and I just showed you 3 million in Nigeria, Africa. Now, you know what the biggest thing is we do here in Chicago? 
few weeks ago, Greg Laurie came, and you know what he did? Filled up the Allstate Arena. Oh, 15,000. Yeah, that's kind of what uh, Mickey Mouse on Ice does, too. Yeah, yeah 15,000. My friends, that's nothing to what God can do. I'm so happy for that 15,000 because that's a lot more than what we have here today. But I want to tell you something. I'm tired of seeing more people go to a football game than they do for Jesus. I think we need to come to Jesus more than we do a football game. I think you need to get more excited about God than you are about anything else. Because let me tell you something. Your idols will not help you. Drake will not change your community. Right now there's a rapper on the south side that wants to be an alderman. I don't know anything about him, but I'm going to tell you, he can't change you. A rapper can't change you. I can't even change you a pastor. The only thing I need, you need, and we all need is Jesus. And the problem is the young people don't believe it anymore. You see, because in these places, these are all the kids that go to spirit-filled schools. They believe in it. And you know what? The revivals in Africa and the revival in, in Korea, the majority of the people are under 20 years old. Right now, if we were to die and we were to go to heaven, there would be two things you would notice. The first thing you would notice in heaven is that the majority of people there, three out of four, would all be from this generation. That means there's six billion people on this planet. That's the most that's ever been on the planet all the years combined. So that means if we went to heaven, we would all be able to talk about Michael Jackson. We could talk about the Simpsons. And everybody would understand because we're a part of this generation. And you'd have to be saved to get there, by the way. Amen. Those things won't help you, by the way. But you get what I'm saying. We would all know those cultural icons. That's the first thing that you would notice is that this is the greatest harvest of the entire Bible, the entire history of mankind. You're living in it right now. This has never happened before. Paul never preached to this many people. Ignatius, John Wesley, even William Seymour did not preach to this many. You're alive in the greatest time. And then the second thing that you would recognize is that the majority of the people, over six out of ten, would all be your age. I would be an old man compared to everybody else in heaven. Most of them would be between the ages of 14 and 25 years old. Right now in countries like Afghanistan and Iraq, it's the young people that are preaching the gospels from village to village. When we go to India, I just went there. We have 60 churches in India. Most of our pastors are younger than me. They're young people. They're in their 20s, and they're pastoring many churches in the villages. You know why? Because they got on fire for Jesus. Now I want to ask you a question today. What are you going to do for Jesus? Turn with me in Acts chapter 2, verse 37. Somebody shout out, changing earth. I want to show you this in the book of Acts. Acts chapter 2, verses 37 through 41. This is what it says in this weird font, because I don't know what happened to the PowerPoint. This is what it says. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart. Somebody say, cut to the heart. Thank you, and said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter, uh, Peter replied, Repent and be baptized. Everybody say, Repent. You know what it means to repent? Re means like you rewind, return. Look at re, and then pen is the word penance. It means you go back to the thing you are sorry for. Penance means sorry. So like how you rewind a tape, when you repent to God and say, God, I'm sorry for what I did, you're not just having penance and just saying, I'm sorry. You're returning and going back and doing the right thing. Everybody say, repent. You see, Jesus is looking for us to preach the message to our friends. You've got to feel bad for your sin and then turn your back on it and go the other way and follow Jesus. Amen? That's what he taught the people back then. That's what we're teaching now. He said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Everybody say, I want it. Have you ever had a gift that you didn't want? I mean, think about it. I mean, under the Christmas tree. No, I don't want that one. Let my little brother have that one. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know you want every gift that's under the Christmas tree that has your name on it. Can I tell you something? In heaven right now, there's a gift called the Holy Ghost, and it's got your name on it. And if you repent and get baptized, you're going to get that fire, that fuego de Dios down in your soul, baby. 
Y'all got to want that gift. God will change your life. So what he's saying to these people is, dude, if y'all repent right now, y'all get on fire and get saved and go out and preach the gospel just like I'm preaching the gospel. I get excited. Okay. And he says, you'll receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you. Now look who the promise is for, baby. Look who the promise is for. He says, the promise is for you and your children and all those who are far off from all whom the Lord our God will call. They said this 2,000 years ago, and there are people still getting filled with the fire right now today. Touch your neighbor and go, you got the fire? You see, every single one of us can call right now and get the fire of God. 2,000 years ago, from one generation to the next generation to the next. Y'all ever seen a track meet where they hand off the baton? You ever seen that? Dudes running, hand off the baton. I'll take it. Hand it in the wind. And they take it. That's what's going on. You're supposed to pass on down the message. You're supposed to pass it on down to your friends. That's why I'm here today. Because somebody passed me the baton. Now I'm passing you the baton. Then you pass it to your school and we can change a generation. Somebody say, all right. Now turn to Acts chapter 3 verse 1. It doesn't stop. It keeps going and going and going. This is the Holy Ghost Energizer Bunny, man. For real, for real. Can you say amen? Look at Acts chapter 3 verse 1. It's Friday night. Is anybody excited in this place? Woo! Look at what he said. Then Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer at 3 in the afternoon. And i got to skip through this whole chapter. But they were going to pray at 3 in the afternoon. Now you know you love some Jesus if at 3 in the afternoon you're going to pray. Does anybody here pray at 3 in the afternoon? Anybody that crazy for Jesus? About two of you. That's okay, baby. I love Jesus. I'll pray anytime, anywhere. These brothers were praying at 3 in the afternoon. Long story short, sick dude by the temple. He was begging for money. Peter said, silver and gold have I none. But what I give you, I give you in Jesus' name. So rise up and walk. They healed a dude. That dude runs around the temple going, I've been healed. And everybody's like, that's crazy. And then they all started to wonder what happened. And then look at Acts chapter 4, verse 4, right at the end. It says, but many who heard... The message believed, and the number of men grew to 5,000. Because somebody was praying, somebody got healed. And because somebody got healed, 5,000 people got saved. What would happen in your high school if you prayed? Somebody got healed, and thousands of people got saved. Oh, it couldn't happen, Pastor. Yes, it can. It's happened before. I just showed you the pictures. Yes, it can. Yes, it can. The devil's doing it. How many thousands of people are in gangs right now? How many thousands of people are breaking the law right now? How many thousands of people backing it up right now? Not like that, but you know what I'm saying. Thousands and thousands. How many people? Thousands. But when are we going to get about it, about it for Jesus? Look at your neighbor and say, I told you he was crazy. Now look at Acts chapter 4, verse 29. Hang in with me, young people, because we're about ready to apply it to your life right now. You can touch heaven and change earth in just a few moments. It's not a gimmick. It's not fake. It's so for real. Look at Acts chapter 4, verse 29. Looking at verse 31. Now, Lord, because you know what happened? Somebody say troublemaker. Do you know that sometimes you can get in trouble for doing the right thing? You could be a tattletale and tell on who's got the gun. That's a good thing. You could get in trouble for talking about your friend wanting to commit suicide. Your friend may not like you. You can get in trouble for taking your shoe off, ladies, and then back slapping a dude in the face after he talks inappropriately to you. You can get in trouble. Sometimes you get in trouble for doing the right things. These dudes got arrested. These disciples got put in jail. Now look. If you got put in jail for preaching about Jesus, how would you come out of jail? What would your prayer be like? Oh, Lord. Oh, I don't ever want to do that again, Jesus. Help me. These dudes got locked up, got whipped and beaten. And this is what they came out saying. Now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. They said, ah, put them up, put them up. We're not done yet. They say, we're not done yet. They say, God, give us boldness. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform miraculous signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant. Everybody shout, Jesus. 
Hallelujah. And the Bible says, after they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the Word of God boldly. Will you all stand to your feet and make some noise for Jesus tonight? Come on. Hallelujah. Band, would you come, please? Woo! Like a racehorse for Jesus. I'm so excited. People are like, man, you like to talk a lot. I'm like, man, I'm excited. i got to tell everybody about Jesus. Somebody say, touch in heaven. Everybody say, touch uh, changing earth. Let's try it again. So everybody say, touch in heaven, changing earth. The Bible is talking about people like you and I having clean hands, a conscience that is washed clean from our sins, the guilty things we have on the inside. Pure heart, watching the words we say and the things we think about, not having any idols, nothing before God, no music, no friends, and not lying. The Bible then promises that those who have that clean hand, pure heart, don't lift up their soul to idols and don't swear by what is false. They shall receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from their God. Such is a generation who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Do you want to be a part of that generation? Do you want to carry the torch to the next group? Do you want to be the next John Wesley, William Seymour, Augustine, Ignatius, and Paul? Do you want to reach out touch and see things changed when I was called into ministry I was delivering pizzas 18 years old I just got saved at my mother's kitchen table and then I said I just got to get a job so I went and started delivering pizzas dude because I had like no job I was selling drugs I was a bad mamma jamma and I was dropping pizza off and y'all heard this story some of you but some of you haven't so I'm going to tell it and I go in to drop off the pizzas and there's an old lady, like she lost her mind, and she's all decrepit in her chair. And I want to shake her hand, but the nurses tell me, don't touch her. She'll bite you. And I'm like, man, dude, I've hung out with some shady people. I ain't afraid of Grandma. Man, I'll shake Grandma's hand. So I just shook Grandma's hand, and I said, Jesus loves you, Grandma. And I got my money for the pizza, and I went out to my car. And right when I got into my car, God spoke to me. He said, son, I've called you to touch hurting people. People will try to stop you, but touch them for me. Fifteen years ago, that's what God called me to do. Where have I been? I've been to some of the worst projects in New Orleans. From Kalio Projects to where Master P See Murder was from to where the hot boys were from, Magnolia Project, Lil Wayne. I've been all to their neighborhoods. To come into Chicago, my friends, I'm from Fort Wayne, Indiana, where the corn grows about this high. I'm not a Chicagoan. What is this? I'm scared. So God called me here. And when I got here, you know what the first thing he told me to do? He said, go to what's left of Cabrini Green. My wife's a witness. I went to Cabrini Green and just said, i got to be here because God told me to touch hurting people. And then when we started this church, you know where God told me to go the first place? When we started this church, Metro Praise, He said, go to Belmont and Clark. Because there's homosexual, lesbian, transgender people. They don't know that I love them. Go and talk to them. I'm telling you, I remember sitting down with dudes in Belmont and Clark getting hit on. And, and everybody was looking at me crazy thinking I was just as gay as everybody else. And I remember God telling me that again. See, I told you people won't want you to be where I send you. But you keep going. Do you know that I've done school clubs in your high schools? I've been to Lane Tech. My brother's saying, hey, you saw me in Lane Tech. Foreman. Northside Prep. Oh, here's the pastor. What's he going to say? We got pizzas for everybody. Whoever wants to come, pizza right here. Hundreds of young people laying tech. Hundreds of your friends will show up. By the way, talk to our leaders. We'll show you how to do these parties in your school. And I've preached the gospel, and I've seen people weeping in your lunchrooms. Why? 
because, man, I was tired of hell. I'm tired of seeing what the devil does to our generation. I've seen some things and heard some things like y'all have that just you were never supposed to hear. I had a young girl in my church, just about your age, took her baby, put it in a garbage bag on the railroad tracks, serving life in prison right now. I met a young dude right here on the corner where our church used to be on diversity and long tattoos, gang symbols all over his face. Called me up that very night crying. Said, my boy just got his head blown off. Will you show up to the funeral? I don't know any other pastors. I had just met him that day. I show up to the funeral. Fights break out in the funeral home. That's not normal, people. God didn't create us for this. I've already prayed for three young girls to not have an abortion. Two out of the three have listened. Children being killed in their own mothers. This is supposed to, the womb is supposed to be the safest place to be. But yet our generation is so crazy. We'll kill babies to the tune of 40 million children. 10% of America's population has been killed in abortion clinics. Aren't you tired of hell? Don't you want to touch heaven and change earth? This is what Jesus said in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. He said, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Some of you are saying, Pastor, man, look at me. I'm 13 years old. How am I going to do this? You're not. God is. Let him use you. You might be saying, Pastor, look at me. I stutter stutter when I talk. How's God going to use me? He will speak through you. He will give you boldness. He'll take away your fear. The Bible says you, 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 you will receive power. You know what that Greek word is? Deutimus. Explosive power. When God gets on the inside of you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And then later on it says, when the day of Pentecost fully came, they were gathered together in one place like we are now. Suddenly a sound like that of a blowing violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house. Everybody say, filled the house. Come on, where they were sitting, they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire separated and come to read, sit on each one of them, and they were all filled. Somebody say they all were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Let's pray. Father God, I ask you tonight that young people will be filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. As altar workers start to come forward right now, I want every young person just bowing their head and closing their eyes. Come on. I want to keep it real between you and God right now. Some of you today, you have not been born again because you haven't repented the biblical way and turned from your wickedness. I want to pray for you first. Why? Because God loves you and He'll save you right now. And you may ask that question. You may say, what do I have to do to be saved? Repent. And call upon the name of Jesus, and you will be saved. And then get baptized and show that your life has been transformed. Today's your day of repentance. Every head bowed and eyes closed. I'm going to start to pray for you today. Because some of you, you know you've sinned. Your conscience is guilty. Your hands are dirty. You've been caught in the cookie jar. Your heart is evil on the inside. You say things you shouldn't say. You backbite gossip. You have anger in your heart. Maybe somebody hurts you, but you've become bitter and unforgiving. And you've lied and you've made idols. Jesus wants to forgive you tonight. Jesus wants to wash you clean. With every head bowed and eyes closed, we're going to extend our hands in prayer in just a moment. And when we do, I want those in this room who have been born again to pray it with all their might to encourage those that need it. And for those of you who might be shy and embarrassed, I want to encourage you as we begin to pray, pray it with your heart. 
Because God knows your heart. Everybody stretch out your hands. We're going to say a prayer of repentance. We'll raise our hands in a sign of worship. Not to an idol, not to Beyonce at a concert. We do it to our God. Everybody pray this with me. And especially those who want forgiveness today. Everybody say this, dear Jesus. Come on, everybody. Dear Jesus, I ask you today to forgive me of my sins. To cleanse me from my wickedness. I believe you died on the cross for me because you love me. Today I put my trust in you. Fill me with your spirit and wash me clean. With your hands raised right now, I want you to tell God what you want him to wash you from. Come on, you know what you need. Nobody's looking at you. Nobody here that cares about you is judging you. If they're judging you, they don't care about you. So don't care about what they think. Come on. Some of you need to say, God, forgive me of lust. Forgive me of lying. Forgive me of stealing, cheating, gossiping. Come on, talk to Him with your hands raised. God will forgive what you ask to be forgiven. If you don't ask, you can't receive. Come on, Jesus. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Just say His name. Come on, some of you need to repent. We're going to give you some time tonight. We're calling on the name of Jesus. Forgive us of our sins today. Oh, we're calling on Jesus. Now continue, everybody. Jesus, say it with me, Jesus. Today I've asked for forgiveness. And I'm coming forward to get prayer to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit and to receive power. Now, my friends, one more moment before I turn you loose for prayer. Don't go until we dismiss you. I'm going to ask you if you've prayed that prayer for the first time or if you had junk in your life and you needed it out, when I pray for you, I'm going to ask you to come forward. Because today we want to pray that those of you who are committing your life to God, you will receive the power of the Holy Spirit. And then I'm going to pray for every Christian in this place. And you will pray that God will use you to change the world. As the band gets ready, I'm going to start praying for those that need to come forward that just accepted Jesus. That means if you just ask for forgiveness and you know you needed it, I'm praying for you now. Father, I pray you loose them right now. Satan, loose them and let them go. God, I pray that young people won't be afraid to come and receive prayer and live for you all the days of their life. I rebuke embarrassment. I rebuke shame. I loose the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, right now, if that's you, young people, come right now and let us pray for those who just got forgiven as the band sings. Come on. Come on forward. Jesus, if you came with your friend, say, I'll go with you. Jesus, come on quickly. You know you need forgiveness. Don't wait. Don't be shy. Come. No one's judging you. We're praying for you. Jesus. I'm touching heaven. Jesus, there's some of you that are afraid, some of you are shy. I'm going to pray one more time for you, then I'm going to move on to the Christians. But I know there's some of you that if you do not make it right tonight, you may not have another chance. I lost my sister drinking and driving. I will not take this altar call lightly. But I won't beg you. I'm going to pray for you one more time. Teenagers, don't worry about what your friends think. You need forgiveness. You need to be forgiven of the junk in your heart. There's so many of you here right now. I could go up to you and point it out, but I won't do it. Because if you won't hear God calling you forward... We won't force you.
Christians, I'm going to pray one more time. I want you to pray with me. And we're going to believe God to loose some of your friends from the grips of hell because they're in the battle right now of their decision. Do they change and touch heaven? Or do they live like hell on this earth? I'm praying now, Christians, join with me in our last plea before the Father. Father, don't let them leave out here, God, without changing them. God, don't let them worry more about what their friends think than what you think. God, I pray against peer pressure and that idea of embarrassment that surrounds their life. And God, I pray for young people to mean they're sorry today for their sins. God, I pray you'll bring it before their eyes right now. That they'll know their guilt. They'll know the swearing, the pornography. They'll know their violence, their lying, their gossip. There will be no excuse in their heart tonight. God, so that they will be spared, God, and experience heaven. We're singing it again. Pray as we sing that young people will come. If you haven't come already, this is your last chance before we pray for the believer to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Man, sing it out today. We're crying out. Jesus. His His blood will flow freely. It will provide the healing. I'm running to the mercy I'm running, I'm running, I'm running to the mercy See where Jesus is calling. He said His grace would cover me. His blood will flow freely. He will provide the healing. I'm running to the mercy Sing it one more time. I'm running, Jesus. We're coming. I'm running. I'm running to the mercy seat where Jesus is calling. He said His grace will cover me. His blood will flow freely. He will provide the healing. I'm running. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, now we're going to start to pray for the Christians. If you're getting saved, don't be ashamed. Keep praying. But right now, if you believe in Jesus, but you haven't been filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, we want to pray for you that you would have the utterance of heaven, the power of the Lord, the power of the Holy Ghost to flow through you. So I'm going to ask, just a little bit lighter, man. That those who have now spoken other tongues but want the power of God to line up on this stage right now. And we're going to begin to pray for you. To begin to speak in other tongues. Quickly come. Come if you're not speaking in other tongues. Those who can, speak in them now. Come on, let's, let's loose the spirit in this place. Amen, sister. Stand right here and just face me. God bless you. Who else? Come on. Come on, there's more of you, young people. Don't be afraid of the Holy Ghost. Come on. Who else today? I want a sister to come up here quickly. Hope, come. She's going to come and start praying for you, but I'm going to pray for everybody. Come on, stand right here. Praise God for you, brother. Who else? We're going to sing this out. Come on, a bunch of you right now. Now, everybody look up at me because she's going to pray. In just a moment, I'm going to pray for the dudes. Keep praying right here. All those Holy Ghost filled, get ready because it's going to come on these guys right now. Here it is, very simple. The Bible says that when you're saved, the Holy Spirit moves on the inside of you. How many of you ever felt the power of the Holy Spirit before? You felt Him. He's made you cry. He's made you feel strong. You're right? Some of you maybe haven't. But listen, every one of you, we're not going to force it on you. Just stand shoulder to shoulder. Help me out with them. This is what we're going to do. We're going to say, Holy Spirit, fall. When I say, Holy Spirit, fall, you're going to say, fill me, Holy Spirit. It's not a trick. I'm just keeping it simple. I'm going to say, Holy Spirit, fall. You're just going to say, fill me, Holy Ghost. I want it. At that moment, the same way you felt the Holy Spirit touch you, 
heal you, make you feel joyful, strong, cry. He's going to begin to give you words and languages you've never learned before. Just like how you hear us speaking in these languages we've never learned before. Now you might say, what's the reason behind that? Jesus said that this was our gift of power. Because when we pray in that language, our mind doesn't know what to pray, but our spirit does. Kind of like when you were a kid, the secret message and you would decode it from the Cracker Jack box. God gives you a message to speak to Him that no devil in hell can stop. No one can come against it because it's only known to God. That language may sound like mine. It may not may not sound like any of ours because each one of us have a unique prayer language. Now listen to me. It's not weird and it's not scary, but you're going to experience His power. Now if some of you don't feel Him at first, just be patient and wait because God will come. Now if you're not right, if there's sin still in your life, then you got to get that out first. Because He won't come with the dirty hands and dirty heart. He loves you, but He wants to clean you first. So everybody just raise up your hands. you got plenty of room on the stage. Spread out a little bit. Some of my prayer workers start to move towards the front. And now make your heart right with God. Before we pray, I'm giving you one more chance. Just begin to say, Jesus, just forgive me. Cleanse me. Wash me. Come on, just make sure your heart's right today with the Lord. Don't fake with Him, because He knows what's on the inside. Praise you, Jesus. Cleanse us all on the inside. Fill us with your power, oh God. Make it real tonight. You might say, well, I'm kind of young, Pastor. Listen to me, I was filled with the Holy Ghost when I was eight years old. Hallelujah. Jesus will fill you tonight. It will flow out from you. The Bible describes it as a river because it will flow. The Bible also describes the Holy Spirit as a fire because it will burn in the inside of you. The Bible describes it as other tongues because you will want to speak, but it won't be in your known language. Just get your heart right, young people, because there's a gift with your name on it, and the gift is the Holy Ghost. It's how we're going to change the world. You can hear your friends already speaking in those languages. Your turn is coming. Jesus. Come on, get ready, young people, because here He comes. When I say be filled, you say I want to be filled. When I say Holy Ghost, come, you say I receive. And when that happens, begin to hear your heart speak. And let your language come out. In the name of Jesus. God, I pray for the power of the Holy Ghost to come on this room right now. I pray for every one of these young people to be filled, filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, in Jesus' name, Espirito Santo, viene a esta casa ahora en el nombre de Jesucristo. Fuego. Fuego. Begin to cry out. Prayer workers, start praying for them. Start praying. Band, start singing. Jesus, be filled. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. Be filled. Let the words begin to flow. Be filled. Be filled. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. Be filled right now. Be filled. Be filled. I need some lady prayer workers. Liz and the others, quickly come. We're going to pray with you until you receive it. Be filled. Be filled. Receive it. Don't be afraid. Fire. Fire. Come in the front. Come in the front. Jesus. Fire of the Holy Ghost. Receive Him now. Be filled from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. Fire. Oh. 
I sense the Holy Ghost on you. Just let it flow. Don't overthink it. Don't try to force it. Just let the Holy Ghost move you. Jesus. He won't make you do it. You have to let him do it. Fire. Be filled. Be filled. Be filled. Right now. Jesus. Jesus. That's the Holy Ghost you're feeling. But there's more. You can't resist it and expect him to force it. You have to welcome him. He's a person. He is a person. Welcome him. Just say more, Jesus. More of the Holy Ghost. Fire! Jesus. Jesus. Come on. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Fuego! Jesus, receive, receive, right now, be filled, be filled, fire, it's all over you, I sense God all over you, brother, just raise your hands and say, I want it, Jesus, I want to be filled, overflowing, filling more, 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 I sense a call of God on your life. I sense a divine call of God on your life. This is the power that God wants you to have. So you can change a generation, brother. Oh, receive it. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. Come on, that's it, brother. More. Let it flow. Let it flow. Don't force it, but let it flow. Jesus. Be filled. Be filled. Be filled. Be filled. Come on, receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Don't be afraid. Jesus. Jesus. Oh, be filled. Be filled. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. God is real. Be filled. Gentlemen, now come in front and start praying. Jesus. 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 Keep praying, those of you who are praying. But the rest of you, listen to me. Don't force it and don't overthink it. We're going to slow it down a little bit, but those praying, keep praying. The Holy Ghost is like a river. It just flows. You don't have to force it. Don't beat yourself up if you're not getting it yet. God is here. He is the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. You don't have to force it. He loves you. Oh, but you're going to be so thankful you waited because He is going to come. For those of you still waiting for Him to come, just raise your hands again and say, God, I'm here. Oh, God, I'm here. Fill me. And now just let Him begin to speak to you. We're not going to shout and scream at you. We're not going to keep singing a song. This is not brainwashing. This is the Holy Ghost. This will follow you when you go home. He will be with you in your car, in your bus, wherever you go. This is God. We don't have to fake it. Some of you, I felt the power of God so strong. I know you're real close if you haven't received it yet. Be patient and those that have begin to speak it out. You may say, I just hear a sound. We'll just start speaking that sound. Come on, we're waiting today. We're not in a hurry. This is called Holy Ghost Overtime. Jesus. He is all over you, brother. Come on, just receive it. Oh, be filled with the Holy Ghost and power. Be filled. I hear the Lord saying, they already think you're weird. 
You already stand out in your school. Don't be afraid to be a radical Christian. Don't be afraid. They, they never really liked you anyways. So don't try to win their approval. The Bible says he's going to use that to preach the gospel because they're going to say, man, this dude that we didn't really know or thought was weird, he's got something we don't have. He's got joy. He's got power. You're not going to have fake friends. You're going to have disciples because young people are going to look up to you. You're going to start a revival in your school. A group of young people are going to want what you have, brother, because you let God use you. Come on, just raise your hands one more time, man. Don't get tired tonight. Just say, God, fill me. I want to stand out for you. He knows what you've been through. Don't hold it against Him. You see, some of the things you're holding in your heart are against God, but don't hold it against God. Let go. Forgive those who have hurt you, brother. Forgive those who have done you wrong. Forgive the hard times you've gone in your life and the mistake. Forgive yourself. You can't hold bitterness in your heart. That's a dirty heart. Just say, Jesus, I forgive those who hurt me. Cleanse me. Come on now, Jesus, fill me with power. Come on, brother, you're not a victim. You're a victor in Christ. Come on, you're not a victim anymore. You're not trying to win a popularity contest. You're here to change the world. Come on. Now receive the baptism of fire. Come on, let it out. Come on, let it out today. God is speaking. Doesn't have to sound like mine. It's your language between you and your heavenly Father. There is power in the blood of Jesus. There is power in the blood of Jesus. Adelpho, come and start praying for him right now. The God's all over you, brother. You're in moments away right now. Right now, moments away. Come on. Come on. I'm getting words for some of you today because there's some hindrances in some of your life. Come on. you got to get the junk out. I told you, God, you can't be fake with God. We're not playing make-believe here. Come on, brother. It's not what your friends do. It's not what your, your cousins do. It's what God says. You may get made fun of. You may be looked down upon. You gotta say, I want God more than popularity. From the top of your head to the bottom of your feet right now. Power of the Holy Ghost. There it is. Come on, there it is. Some of you guys right here, you're too close. You are so close, guys, right now. Don't, you're too close to back down now. Don't give up. Hallelujah. Brother, have you received? Come on, just keep speaking it out. Raise up your hands. Just keep speaking it out. Jesus. Come on, young people are already receiving up here. This is real, guys. Man, God gave me such a word for you, brother. You got a call on your life. I don't know if you've heard that before, but that just spoke to my soul tonight. Lilani, just sing Fresh Fire Burn. Fresh fire burn. That's it, brother. Keep speaking it out. God's all over you. Come on. Fire burn. Don't get discouraged, you guys, right here. Don't, don't get discouraged. Come on. You will receive it tonight or another night. Don't get discouraged. Come on. Keep praying. Jesus. Excuse me, Jesus, this mighty man, God, he's a mighty man. Oh, Lord, without you, he's nothing, but through you, he can conquer giants. Use him to be the father, the husband, the man you've called him to be with your power. He may look at himself and say, I don't feel so big on the inside. What he's been through could crush any man but God he's willing to stand up and fight Lord make him strong 
stronger than the hands that I'm holding. Make His Spirit in His heart strong, God. Give Him the power that only You can give that. People can't get from lifting weights or taking steroids. God, give Him the power that only the Holy Ghost gives. Oh, I just feel it all over you right now. Rombo it's real it's real it's real God is real we're going to get excited one more time before we dismiss tonight get ready young people because this last prayer is going to be for your schools it's going to be for your families it's going to be for everybody you know some might say well pastor I didn't receive it yet well I'll tell you what you pray tonight you will You come back next week, you will. Don't give up. Those that did, now you know what to do. You pray in English, in your known language, and when you pray, you pray in tongues. Make time to pray in English and in tongues every day. Whenever you pray, pray in the Spirit, and you'll sense the power of God on you. Hallelujah. But now we're going to begin to pray for our schools. Everybody across this room, Thank you for those in the audience, the patience you've had. But hold each other's hands. Those on this stage, hold each other's hands. We're going to begin now to pray in tongues and pray in English over our friends and over our family. Come on. Band, get ready. We're praying for heaven to come down. One. On the count of three, we're going to give it our best today by the power of the Holy Ghost. We may not be thousands yet, but we'll put thousands of angels to flight. One, because God called us. Two, because we're filled with the Holy Ghost. And three, because now is the time to change a generation. Come on, begin to pray. Pray for your friends. Pray for the person's hands you're holding. Begin to pray for revival. Come on, hold each other's hands. Come on, hold each other's hands. Praise God. Come on, hold each other's hands. Jesus. Jesus. Come on, I want to hear you guys pray. Fresh fire. Come on, young people. 30 seconds for your high school. Is your high school worth 30 seconds of prayer? Come on, 30 seconds of prayer for your mother, your father, your brothers, your sisters, your cousins, your friends. We pray for revival. We pray for Holy Ghost power. We pray that every person here will feel the power of God. That they'll go home and change their schools. Ten more seconds, young people. Ten more seconds. God, use us. Use us. Save our friends and family. If you believe God's going to use you to touch heaven and change earth, give the Lord a hand clap and a shout of praise. Praise God. Slap your neighbor high five and say, change earth, baby. Come on. God bless you. Change earth. If you want to stay and pray, we're going to keep praying. But God bless you. Come on, baby. I know you felt Jesus, man. God bless you. Bring all your friends. And we'll see you next week and at the small group. Hallelujah.